I want to touch on two main topics going forward from here for this conversation. Facebook, Instagram, social media, and then get into AI aspect of it and Ruby money and all that. Those are two big of the last 15 years or however many years it's been, social media and then AI. But social media, you know, they're just like, we can go watch what's going on at Capitol Hill and the issues that are coming up, right? As a result of mental health and all that. You worked at one of these companies. You're here today. You have two young girls. Like, what are you thinking about when it comes to social media? You know more than most because you've worked there. And I don't know exactly specifically the things that you did there, but here's the thing. I don't know how you all found our podcast and you could go to Apple and all these things, but a lot of times you can connect with someone through social media and it's amazing. The relationships you can form through social media and the connections and finding your tribe and all that stuff is amazing. On the other end of it, these are extremes. It's super toxic and kids have committed suicide as a result of that. At the same time, the kids have committed suicide for other reasons as well. Terrible thing that's going on, but from a social media standpoint and the responsibility of these companies, like what comes to mind for you when I start talking about that? Yeah, I mean, I think this is an incredibly important topic. And I don't think we're going to know for many, many years, like what the ultimate impact of social media is on us as like a humankind. But I think in a lot of ways, it has not, it's been more damaging than helpful. And I, I think people talk about social media as, you know, the new sugar, sugar as the new cigarette. And there's a reason that you, align those things together. And it's for two things. One, like there's good and there's bad, right? Like (laughs) we love birthday cakes. We love being able to celebrate with a cookie or a sweet drink, but then we know and ultimately in excess, they're not healthy for us. And I think social media is the same. It fundamentally changes your brain chemistry in ways that we didn't realize in the very beginning. And in most ways, ways that are not healthy, particularly if you're young, but even as an adult, I mean, how many people do you know have been like, I'm deleting Instagram from my phone for the month of January because I can't control myself. Or, you know, after spending time on Twitter, I'm angry at my wife, you know, because the world is just so blah. And so I think there's not much debate, at least that I've seen, about how harmful social media can be to us as humans. I think the big question is like, it's not going anywhere. And so what is the way that we protect ourselves from it? What are the ways we limit? And when I worked there, there's these equal forces, right? There's the money-making force that is, you know, they need people to continue using the product to grow profits, to create shareholder value, which for the most part, most of us own shares in these social media companies if we have invested in the market in any way. On the flip side, there were incredibly passionate teams of people inside these divisions, you know, 30, 40, 50, hundreds of people whose entire goals were removing these destructive forces and really trying to understand what was causing them and and whether it's protecting teens or protecting bullying. And so I don't believe there's like necessarily all good or all evil, but I think we know enough now that the responsibility is on you as an individual and on you as a parent. We can't wait around for government. We can't wait around for the world to stop being greedy and and the stock markets to stop going up and governors and lawmakers to step in and regulate. It took, what did it take, 50, 60 years for us to get a label on a pack of cigarettes? And so we've still got some time. Right. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah. So it's incumbent on all of us to use our own kind of knowledge. And so, I mean, my kids don't come anywhere close to social media and, and they're still under the age of 10. And so how I navigate that when they become teenagers and that becomes 
you know, a part of their life is still something I need to figure out. But even as an adult, I spent a lot of time thinking about how do I not let myself be negatively harmed by these platforms because they are a requirement in some ways to grow a business. You know, if you're not present on LinkedIn, if you're not present on Instagram, how do you build community? How do you get your message out there? But at the same time, if it's 1030 at night and you're checking your LinkedIn likes and seeing how many new followers you got, you know, that might not be the best thing for your brain at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And you're probably, I don't know if you're at Facebook during when the social dilemma, the documentary came out, right? That raised a lot of people's like, oh, wow, this is happening. And this had been going on. And so you could have figured that stuff out. But when it's in that kind of style of a documentary with the music and the storylines and all that kind of stuff, it's very eye-opening. I don't know what reactions were at the time. And maybe it created like teams to say, we need to fix this or we need to work on it, let's say. Yeah, I think that came out after I was there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the teams, the safety teams, I mean, there's thousands of people working on yeah, that's good. on safety and spam and trolls at, at these companies. Thousands and thousands of people. Right. Ultimately, though, you can't control everything about these platforms. Just like you can't control human nature, right? You can have as many police as you want. <laughs> right. You know, there's still a risk that that something's going to happen to you on a street on any given day. And so what do you do? You move to safer neighborhoods. You don't stay out late. You carry around right. pepper spray. And don't get me wrong, I am not providing any sort of like forgiveness or amnesty on these institutions. I think it's 100% their responsibility to figure out how to make their platform safe. But ultimately, you can't wait around for that. You have to take right. you have to take accountability yourself to keep yourself safe and, and to keep your children safe. And, and now that we have this knowledge, now that we have this data about how much harm these platforms can cause, you have to act personally on it. And I, I just don't yeah. have that data 10, 15 years ago, and that's a shame, but now we do. And so Yeah. Yeah. People have personal accountability, responsibility, no different than like you could let's say they didn't offer finance classes or they didn't teach you how to create content at school. Fair enough. And you spend a lot of your time there. So what do you have left in your hours in the day? At the same point, if you want to learn finance, you can learn, especially this day and age, like you can learn it, right? You don't need school to teach it to you. I get it. That takes some self-motivation to do it. So it's very difficult. No different than taking accountability in your own hands to figure out, okay, at this hour, I need to turn this off or I need to become aware. I think there's a ton of awareness that has to take place. And that's not easy. I think a lot of a lot of people just don't have that. It is what it is. And you need to reward organizations as a society who do take that into account, right? The way that they're making decisions isn't just what's going to generate the most profit, but what's going to generate the most overall planetary well-building, you know, whether it's ESG or climate change, all of those things like have to be rewarded. And right now in the fintech world, there's a lot of companies that are building to try to help people improve their financial wellness, help them get out of debt, help them make smarter decisions. Those companies, frankly, for the most part, face an uphill battle because it's so much easier to sell people another loan, so much more profitable to give people, oh, I'll give you your money five days early. I'll give you a discount on this thing, whether it's an installment loan or any of these things that ultimately allow us to consume more because we're, you know, Americans are addicted to consumption. And so it's harder to build a business that ultimately helps people. And so the creative entrepreneurs that are doing that, they have to have stamina, they have to have patient, healthy investors, and they have to find ways to make it good for everybody. And that can be that can be challenging to do. 
Content Matters with a Z is our content marketing company that helps entrepreneurs tell their own stories to those who care. And here's the thing. We think every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform. And we want to help make that happen, both by working directly with entrepreneurs and by sharing our own stories, exploring the craft of content marketing. Content Matters, one piece of content at a time. Learn more at kazcontent.com.